Welcome to The Mary Morgan Show, where I take you behind the scenes to all things brand, advertising, marketing, and sales, and how I've done business a little bit different without a sales team, without a website, without a big social media following, without ads, and without all the things that you're quote unquote supposed to have. I built my business from $100 to my name in 2018 to 80K, 100K, $130,000 cash collected months over and over again. And we're revolutionizing the industry. So if you want to join us, follow along and I'll see you on the flip side. In today's training, I'm jumping into branding and visibility. Now, this has been the single-handedly most asked question without it being asked. Here's what I mean. Often people will ask me, how are you closing high-ticket sales in, in your inbox without getting on sales calls, without attracting people who are in like victim mindset who are telling you their whole life story. Like, how are you speaking to buyers? So if you've heard me talk about how we sell and how we market, it's in this way of like, people will come into my inbox from this place of like, hey, I want this offer. Is it starting on this day or this day? You know, how many modules? Yes. Okay. I'm in. Send me the link. Boom. Sale. Like that's our sales process. Or if it's private mentorship, hey, I'm interested, completes application, you've been approved, here's to start your payments, done. So a lot of people don't necessarily ask me about branding and visibility, but what they will say is how are you doing that without selling? So how I do this without sales and marketing is I have a really solid brand and I just leverage visibility so I have more people seeing my brand and it's like the fuel on the fire. So I was looking through some people's comments in Iconic, um, which is the current program that we're running right now, the Iconic brand, all things, what do I post, where do I post it? How do I build a brand that stands the test of time? How do I build a brand where I don't need to sell, like everything that we're kind of talking about today? And one of the questions that came up was, you know, I'm doing all the things. I'm posting educational content, I'm posting um, things that are more so like leadership based. I'm doing those things, but why do I feel like I'm not, like something feels off. Like people are interested, but then they don't have the money, like there's objections, like it, it's just not catching up with me. If you resonate with this, can you put yes in the chat? And here's what I wanna say to this. Okay, because a lot of us will experience this as well. I want you to kind of audit these things in your business. Do my people in my current um, Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, what is their problem awareness? Like what is their level of problem slash solution awareness? Like are they aware that what it is that you're talking about? Like they see their problem, they see the solution, like that's step one of awareness. So for instance, if I was in weight loss or I was in fitness, it's like, do do my people know that the source of them not having lasting weight loss is one, two, three? In the business space, do people actually know that they're not generating sales, let's just say, because of their brand? Or do they actually think it's a sales and marketing issue? That's number one level of awareness, like bare, bare minimum, like number one, okay? So where are you? Scale of one to 10, do people know the solution you offer and the problem that they they have? So this is just like market awareness, basically, that's step one. At the end of the day, if we don't have this, it doesn't matter what we offer, it doesn't matter about our brand, like 
none of that will resonate. So this is like step, step number one, okay? Bare minimum, bare bones. Okay, the next thing that I want you to look at is if your people are aware, and I'll tell you after seeing so many people's offers and things, a lot of times, even in their content, like the bare bones basic isn't there. So then people don't know to actually buy or what to buy, what your offers are, we'll get into that. So are they problem aware and are they solution aware? So if I'm launching Iconic as an example, this is a whole program on branding. A big misconception can be, well, I don't need branding and visuals and like how to write, like I don't need that. So now there's a disconnect between, I don't think my people actually know that there's this awareness around the offer that I sell. Like you need to be so crystal clear that this isn't just like what your image is, what your things look like or what you say. This is about if you want to land more sales and you want to do it in a way where you're creating content and people just buy. Like that's that's the difference. So number one, okay, problem and solution. Okay, so one to 10, where are we at? Then I like to think about your brand is level two. So now that they know, okay, I see that I need to work on my actual like brand and that's gonna land me more clients. So that's level one awareness. Level two awareness is after seeing that that's what I need, which brand or company or person do I align with most? So this is where personal branding comes in. This is where um, knowing like this is for you or this is for me or, or who you align with as a coach or as a mentor or service provider, that's going to be level two. Okay. And then number three is offer awareness. Do people know? So let's say now they're like, okay, yes, I see the problem. And, and I see that this is the solution. So I see the gap in what I've been doing. Yes, I can see now that based on you know, what I'm feeling, I really align with this person. And then do they know that you have an offer? Do they know that you have an offer that fills this hole? And at this point, this is where if you have these three, you should be getting lots of inquiries. Like, hey, I'm interested and curious about this, this thing that you do, um, this program, this offer, this thing. What are the details? You'll know you've hit like this level three mark if you're getting questions like this. And then level four, finally, is the level of buying awareness. So this is like, am I speaking to someone who's consistently buying programs and courses? Am I speaking to someone who is like next, next level in decision making? So now it's more about like their buying history, how they move. What's their level of awareness when it comes to how they invest, how they move, how they take action? And then finally, the last piece of this is like their level of personal power. So personal power is like, is this someone where when things are good, they're good. When things are bad, they're bad. And it's circumstantial. Or is this someone who's always in their power? No matter what, I've got this. No matter what, whether this works or doesn't, I'm still in my power. If I've made a decision in the past that was a not so good decision, so in my podcast, actually, I just released an episode on investing. So on Monday, I made a 50K investment and I'm like, I'm going to talk about the behind the scenes of this because this is so key. I actually think that, no, I know this is the best recorded episode I've ever done. Dare I say this is like the best piece of content I've ever put together. If you know, you know, like if it lands for you, you'll see why. 
Okay. So the last piece of this is like their level of personal power. Are they able to see investments, whether they worked or didn't, as this is actually a learning opportunity? Or is this someone who's like, these investments have been a complete waste of time. So that's their level of power that they hold. This is like the biggest thing that I look for when I'm auditing other people's brands. I'm like, can I see that this level of awareness and problem solution, most people aren't even at this first level of people understand this is their issue and they see the the gap in what they've do, been doing and they see that this is why they haven't been able to get to this solution. Like there, there's a problem awareness of what's been going on. A lot of people think problem awareness is like my person, like for me, problem awareness isn't, my person knows that they're not landing sales, they know that they're not blah, blah, blah. Like that's not problem awareness. That's just being a human and seeing what's going on in your space. Problem awareness is going, I know I'm not landing sales because I don't have a solid brand. So for a lot of people who enter my world, you know, some people might be at multiple six figures or even on their way to seven figures in their business and they have a sales team and they're running ads and they're running funnels and they're doing all these things. And they think that that's what's going to you know, generate more sales when I'm like, no, it's your brand. It's not doing more lives. It's what you're saying in that actual content. So like, let's refine that. So people start seeing that through my content. Now their level of problem awareness is shifting slightly. Then they start to really encompass themselves in the brand. And then they start to see my offers. Then they start to, you know, obviously they're a buyer, like they're going through a level of awareness there. And then level of power. So those are the key things that I want you to think about when it comes to your content. And, you know, even if I audit my content right now, I can see so many holes that I can continue to plug in. This is an evolution. It's not something where you do it and then it's done. I was on YouTube the other day and I saw this message, uh, like a comment come up and I have to read this to you because it validates every single thing that I've been saying to you. No matter what industry you're in, this applies. So um, I was watching like a makeup tutorial that someone was doing and there, there's two comments I'm going to read, okay? This is the first one. The biggest point or turnoff for me from the beauty community is they stopped feeling like YouTubers and started feeling like celebrities that are too good for people and it became fully a status and money and fake reviews to push codes. Honestly, so much of social media has become this Instagram specifically. So what did I say on our last episode, if you remember? Here's another one. Um, I accumulated so much makeup, more than I could ever use in a lifetime. There was no possible thing I couldn't dupe. I'd seen everything. Nothing was a must-have item. There was no possible way I could justify in getting another stick yet again of makeup. So how does this relate to our coaching consulting, service-based businesses. What do you think? I read this and I was like, I was literally just having this conversation in our Facebook group. And I was like, I need to bring this. And I saw this, yeah, this week, Tuesday this week. Now this is in a, you know, when people on YouTube are doing makeup tutorials, et cetera, the way it started was nothing was um, like, given to people at first. It was everything they bought. They did their tutorials. Brands and companies started to see, wow, this is a great way that we can sponsor. 
and have people who showcase our products. People started to do that, started to make lots of money. Then it became like a bragging rights, who has more money? Like that became a whole thing. So when we see this, what does this have to do with what I said on our last couple episodes? Well, everything. Because on our past few sessions, what I've been saying, and if you haven't seen them, listen back, but it's like, number one, I really honed in on things that are happening in um, the economy and how people are investing are completely different. So number one, whenever the there's like wobble in the economy, in how money moves, et cetera, it starts to shake up a trend. When we look at the coaching consulting uh, industry specifically, again, there's been this whole movement. If, you, if you've been in the coaching space for like more than a couple minutes, can you just put yes in the chat? So the past couple years, in the industry, you can have you could have had any offer, anything. It could have been horrible and people would still buy it, as sad as that is. Then people had their trust, their faith, they started to invest and then bought a lot of really crappy courses and programs and things. In the investment audio that I did on um, Tuesday that just dropped on the podcast, you'll hear that full, I start going into investments and all this, like how to get back on your feet if you've invested and you've been burned. And the mindset around this, which has been the biggest game changer because 99% of people don't think like this. So if you haven't heard that, highly recommend going and listening to that. But okay, so market starts, people are buying all these things, they end up being not so great. Again, listen to that episode if you've been through that because that'll help you lead through this next wave. And then now people are getting into this and they're just like, well, what do I do at this point? I've invested, I've been burned. And there's this weird feeling that comes up. The other thing that you've seen is how many of us have seen posts that are like, um, if you're looking to generate your next X number of dollars, comment down below, click the link, join my thing. Okay, or I'm holding a training, comment down below for free before I make it paid. It's gonna be all around ABC. How many of us have seen this? Shiny, shiny like testimonial, shiny thing. It's been so simple, it's been so easy, comment down below. This again feeds into the same wave. So now there's this whole wave of people who are investing in all the things. Now there's this whole wave of people who are being burned by the things. Now there's this whole wave of people who are saying, I'm making all this money, it's so easy. And and there's a lot of the same feeling from what I saw in this YouTube video. And I just happened to see this so randomly because she was like talking as she was doing her makeup. And then I looked at the comments and I was like, well, that's, it's happening in every industry. It's happening in every industry. There, there's a wave that comes in, there's a wave that goes, and this is like an elastic band, it'll come and it'll go. So in this new era, um, if you haven't heard of Revival, I'm doing a full free masterclass on this, which if you haven't seen the video for it, check it out on my personal profile. It's like so juicy, so good. So Revival is all around this new era, this new space where you step into becoming this next level version of yourself as you lead through this and how to magnetize people of that same capacity. I am so excited about this because now it's it's not a matter of like how much money you made in your business that's going to justify me investing. Now it's about like, are you actually good at your work though? Are you actually excellent? And it's like, I am freaking good. Watch me. Like, the thing that I've noticed from the start of the coaching industry to now, not only has it been this marketing stuff that I was just sharing, but it's also 
people who started back then, who I would work with some of these clients, the level of bravery then versus now is massive. The level of bravery of people who'd come into the coaching space, show up like it was no one's business, go live, not care what people are posting, just like share their voice, share their medicine, share their stuff to the world has shifted now. Now there's more of this like comparison. There's more of what are they posting? Let me write notes for inspiration. We see through that, like we feel it. And then you wonder, why am I not getting people who are in their power to invest? It's because you're not in your power when you're creating and when you're showing up. Mic drop, <laughs> okay? So that's been such a big piece. I've had and I've seen people who were, you know, a couple years ago, people would invest and throw everything on the line, throw everything that they've got, so much trust, so much faith, showing up with radical responsibility, with ownership, with all of this. And then now I see a lot of people who are like, well, yeah, I'm making X number of dollars a month, but then I'm gonna have to cut down my expenses. Now, like it's been more of a comfort. So this is the moment where I'm like, this is the moment I've been waiting for. Those that are comfortable will not last in this new wave. Those that are ready to shake it up, that are ready to show up without looking at all the things for inspiration, like they're ready to own it and step into it and stop overcomplicating things and like just lean into it. Those that are afraid and, 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 and scared and, you know, there's a bit of that wobble. Well, you're going to feel that on the flip side when people wobble in that conversation. When you have fear in you, your people have fear and they may not know what this fear is coming from, but it's the fear that you hold. It's the insecurity. It's the lack of um, you truly stepping into your boldness, your bigness. So the revival is all about how to step back into that, stepping back into your boldness, stepping back into like reviving, revamping the business, falling back in freaking love with your business again. Like that is the vibe. It's completely free. It's a seven module training that I will be packaging it up into a paid program as well after. So if you want to join, comment below this video or just DM me. My team will be in the inbox um, and we can hook you up with that. But what I really want you guys to keep in mind is like the level of awareness, like those couple things that I was just sharing, like that's super key. And also this boldness and this power that you evoke. The next layer to this is visibility. So in this stage where it's like, there's shaky trust, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of this kind of stuff that's happening. Anything that's not 100% fully owned, fully embodied, like, yes, 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 let's go, let's move, is not gonna last, like I said. When it comes to uh, visibility, one of my absolute favorite things is, there's a couple, one, is uh, short little videos. So Reels, Instagram, uh, like short videos, Reels on Facebook, TikTok shorts uh, and little videos. You can do YouTube shorts as well, like short little clips where people get to feel the vibe and the work that you do. So some of the things that I'll say is like, you know, here's how to lose 10 pounds in the next X number of days. You know, here's two tips and I'll share two tips. My clients, Sarah and Cynthia, who have been doing this, here are the results that they're experiencing. They join the XYZ program. Here's what they're doing. I can do a full episode on just like how to invite people in your content, but I'll talk about that. And then they'll start watching the podcast. They'll start coming to the seven figure group and going through these trainings. They're going to start binging that stuff and then they're going to get into offers. I've had people who watch two short videos, purchase a program. I've had people who 
um, watch a couple videos, get into my world, go through podcast episodes, go through this kind of content, then go to master classes, buy programs, etc. Amazing. My team just reminded me because I always forget. If you feel like someone needs to hear this, by the way, and like be in this group and like hear this stuff, um, and you have some really good takeaways from this, I would love for you to share this um, on Instagram at marymorgan.biz. It's always fun to connect with you guys on there. So is this landing so far? Can you see, can you see the gaps so far right now in how you're posting and how you're creating content? So visibility, number one, is short videos. Number two, what I absolutely love doing is guesting on other people's shows and podcasts. In Iconic, we're going deeper into this over the next two trainings. And this is really, my team actually recorded a a video for that program. And I'm like, this video alone is worth like the entire program. It's like how to reach out to people, where to find podcasts to, to guest on. Like you can literally take that and like send that to your team create your own version of it and you're guesting. So I'm guesting usually one one to three times a week on people's platforms and shows. What that'll do is each time I get on someone's platform, when they release the episode, I'm flooded with um, you know dozens, sometimes hundreds, sometimes thousands of new people who enter my world. To me, it's not a numbers thing. So I would much rather have 20, 30 people who are so in love with the conversation I had than like 10,000 people who are like, ah, this is very interesting, right? So that's something that I keep in mind. So when I guest on other people's podcasts, I don't really care about their audience size. I don't really care about metrics and numbers. If I align with their brand, if I'm seeing that they have like a, a decent engagement on their platforms, like people are engaging, then when I pop into their show, what works so well about podcasts is you're cutting the lifespan and timeline Like if someone takes time to get to know me, like me and trust me in a podcast episode, we can do what might take six months in 40 minutes because when someone comes up, so let's say you have, you're shopping and you see this new company in the mall and they're selling these really fancy looking shoes that are like heels and then they can also be flats and you're like, huh, that's a really cool idea, but you're not too sure. You haven't really experienced or seen people use them. And then your friend calls you and she's like, they're having a sale at the, I don't know, heel, shoe, whatever the store is called. They're having a sale at the store. I'm telling you, these are the only shoes you're gonna need in your life. Here's what happened. Here's what they did. Like I wore them to a wedding and then I turned them into flats. Like it was so amazing. And then you run to the store and you get them and you're like, these are incredible. Like you just trust so much when it comes from a trusted source. So on a podcast, when I'm being introduced by someone, they're reading my bio, they're like hyping me up. They're like, here's what you need to learn from this woman. Like all of that, then of course, no matter what comes out of my mouth, you already trust it. So of course I do storytelling. I talk about my case studies. Like I go through that because they don't know as much about me but they'll start following my podcast, they'll start watching my Instagram or Facebook, and they're like, yes, yes, yes. And I've had people who literally will listen to an episode, jump into listening to one of my episodes, and then buy a high ticket offer, okay? So that's one of the easiest ways to fast track. Okay, so podcasts, short little videos, those are probably my top two. If you don't have a podcast yourself, you can still guest on other people's shows. You could also do Instagram slash Facebook swaps. Like I could have someone come into my Facebook community. I go into hers. Audience and networking through this way is one of the easiest and simplest ways to grow your business this year and in oncoming years as well. 
So we talked about content and the different layers. We went through you stepping in your bigness and boldness and all of this, as well as visibility. Those are like the top three things. I don't want to keep us too, too long on here. Um, hope this is helpful. If this was super helpful for you, let me know down below your biggest takeaway. If you want to share on social, I love when you guys do that. So at marymorgan.biz and I will see you all next Thursday. Bye.